0: 96.7 FM WTOB you're listening to the wealth guardian show with Doug Ray helping you retire the job but keep that paycheck with you this morning is Garrett Ray and Bryce Payne and this morning we are talking about different apocalyptic predictions perhaps for the new year how you doing Bryce
1: happy new year Garrett
0: happy new year
1: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Had a a good little break here. I know we did a rerun here last week because the Wealth Guardian's offices took a a few days off in between the Mm -hmm. holidays. So I got to catch up on some football and started started doing my tax stuff, but, uh, you know, just Get, as soon as the, as soon as the New Year's bell rings, I I I open up those spreadsheets and start working on that. I guess that's the uh, anal retentive person in me, but uh, getting there's that a, getting that taken care of.
0: There's a good Simpsons episode I remember off of that.
1: Oh, so, uh, the yeah. Simpsons have been around for yeah. thirty years, so there's yeah. a good Simpsons episode on everything. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we're going to start something a little different uh, this year. We've been I've been wanting to do this for a while, but uh, since it's January now is the best time to do it. Is we're going to. Uh, slow down our chit-chat on football or what we did this weekend, kind of aimless talk, and focus it on a uh, question so as to get to know the advisors at the Wealth Guardians. And uh, we're going to do this each and every week, whether it's you and me sitting in here or you and your dad, and just ask a question uh, about us and see what our answers are. And of course, you out there as well are free to uh, uh, ponder the question yourself and see what it says about you. So the very first one that we're going to start off with here is, and I'll ask you. You. And then, Garrett, you can ask me, Garrett, what is the most beautiful place you've ever visited?
0: So the most beautiful place I've ever visited uh, was completely unintentional. Um, I got to see this place courtesy of the Navy. So it was, uh, it was a midshipman crew. So technically, I was still in college. I was on a full-ride scholarship for Navy ROTC, and it was in between my junior and senior year. And so you have required military training in order to you know, learn the skills that you need to learn. In order to be a young naval officer. Well, anyway, we were doing a a transit. That means you know, it basically took off out of Norfolk, Virginia, transited across the North Atlantic, and we actually made a port call uh, three weeks later into Scotland. Okay. And I got to do uh, three days there, just kind of a long weekend type thing. Um, and I remember getting on the public train from Glasgow over to Edinburgh. It's about a two-hour ride. And it was just some of the most beautiful countryside. Yeah. You know, for a very quick, unintentional, not planned visit to a, a brand-new country, uh, very beautiful countryside. I got yeah. that, you know. So that was – Scotland is beautiful.
1: And, of course, uh, your family and my family, we share uh, – Uh, our uh, Scottish heritage as well, so I I can relate to that. Haven't been over there yet, but I will go back to the homeland at some point. (laughs) Well, uh, so ask the question of me. Uh,
0: Yeah, so Bryce, what would you say the most beautiful place that you've ever visited in your life has been?
1: So if we're talking above ground, I would say – Zion National Park, uh, particular cool. specifically the Narrows, uh, is, mm. just you're in another world there with this these canyon walls about 200 feet tall, but only about uh, maybe 50 feet or so wide in between, and you're just looking up and in are beautiful reds and in uh, and grays mm. and uh, blacks just on these walls, uh, just like you're in another world, a different landscape. If we're in talking Utah, right? No, that's in yes in Utah. Zion, correct. Yeah, yeah Zion's okay. in Utah. Sure. Um, and I stumbled across that, hadn't hadn't planned on, didn't know what the, the narrows were when we went over there and just started walking through it. I was like, wow, this is surreal. Um, and then if we're talking uh, uh, below ground or underwater, then I would say uh, the coral reefs, uh, particularly um, the best coral reefs that I've gone to are uh, off of Roatan in the Caribbean. Okay. And just, uh, it's it's otherworldly. You know, Jerry Garcia, the Grateful Dead, uh, took up scuba diving later on in his years. And he okay. had said if he had ever discovered scuba diving earlier on in his life, he would have never needed drugs (laughs) And I I can understand that because you feel I mean, there's a certain escapism there of going of of Putting on the uh, tanks and going underwater and just being in this completely d- different world. So that that's my answer. And Very cool. uh, so yeah, good answer on your part. And yeah. thank you for participating in that. And I hope you had a good answer out there uh, as well. But let's now go ahead and cut into the meat and potatoes of things here. And uh, apocalyptic predictions and will they ever come true? Yeah. A- and uh, there's there's no shortage of uh, apocalyptic messages out there. Whether you turn on the radio or go onto social media, the the world's about to end. And so we want to kind of chase some of these
0: especially every new year bryce you know it's like oh what's going to happen in 2024 like what what apocalypse is on the horizon and so you know you've definitely picked out some good ones here um that we hear from time to time yes so yeah let's just jump right into it um i'll throw this first one at you bryce so the first apocalyptic prediction that you hear sometimes is social security is going broke and they're going to have to cut everyone's benefit in order to keep it solvent what are your thoughts on that
1: Well, so Social Security will never go broke Mm. because they're always going to have income coming in from uh, people who are paying their Social Security taxes while they have a paycheck. Sure. But what is going to happen in the year 2034, 2035 is that the number of people paying into it or the amounts being paid into it are going to be less at that point than the withdrawals or the people getting paid Social Security. But the, the trust fund will be wiped out at that point. But there will still be money coming into it. So it won't technically go broke. But what will happen is that Congress is going to have to change how Social Security is funded or who gets paid on it. And this is where yeah. the, this is where people get a little scared. Is we hear the, the people who come to us and seek advice and, and are trying to decide if they want a financial planner and are the wealth guardians and financial planners for them, uh, they have a fear that they want to file for Social Security as soon as they can because it's mm. going to disappear at some point. Sure, it, it's not going to disappear. And here's my cynical reason as to why. Who's going to decide whether or not it disappears are people in Congress. Sure. What are the congressman's number one goal in D.C.? I say this all the time. Yeah, to get reelected. Get reelected is their number one goal. Somebody who puts their name on a bill that is going to cut Social Security benefits for those receiving or about to receive Social Security are not going to get reelected. So it's a self-preservation move. They will find some way to do something about Social Security before that final uh, um, timer runs out on it. If they don't, then Social Security would only be able to pay about 75% of the benefits that people are entitled to. They're not going to let that happen. Now, does that mean that it's going to be a fiscally responsible thing that they are going to do? No, because they want to get reelected and getting reelected does not always mean that you do something fiscally responsible, but they will do something to where somebody about to get social security or who is getting social security will get paid the benefits that they anticipated or were already getting. It's the people who are maybe 40 years old, 45 years old, before 50, that they'll change the rules for social security on those younger people. Because when they do that, the younger people who are working 40 years old, Social Security is not on their radar. So right. if congressmen change it, they're thinking, well, I, that doesn't matter to me. I'm not going to be getting Social Security anytime soon. It does matter to them. They're just not aware of it. So Social Security is not going to go broke. They will have to change the way it is funded. Who gets it? Uh, perhaps right now there might be some kind of means testing that goes on. There's a number of different sure. solutions that, that makes could be sense. on the horizon for it. But So that's one apocalyptic um, thing that is not going to happen. Don't worry. Social security will be there. It just might change a little bit how it looks or how how you get paid. But you will still get paid the amount that you were anticipating, is my prediction.
0: Yeah. I, and I think kind of really what you're saying, Bryce, is for those who are already retired or approaching retirement in the next three, four, five years. Even 10. That's, think that's, even 10. that's fine. It's those younger generations, those in their 20s, 30s, 40s, that could have some changes that they have to negotiate over the next 20, 30 years of their career. That's fine.
1: And keep in mind, Social Security has evolved over the decades. It got started started 80 years ago. And the uh, full retirement age benefit started at 65 back then, but your life expectancy was 62. So it was only meant, it was only designed to uh, pay people in retirement for a couple of years. Now people are getting paid for 30 years. So what Social Security is today has evolved significantly from what it was when it started. So it's going to continue to evolve as times change. Anyway, having said all that, if you're just tuning in and you're listening to the Wealth Guardians radio show, you've got Garrett and Bryce in the chairs here. Uh, Doug's out this week, but he will join us next week. Happy New Year to you all. And what we're talking about in this episode, the very first episode of 2024, is apocalyptic predictions when it comes to finances. Do they ever come true? So that was the first one we talked about, Social Security. Let's move on to the second one, Garrett. The national debt is out of control and Mm. tax rates are going to go through the roof at some point. What are our thoughts on this?
0: Yeah, I mean, I can certainly understand the concern. Uh, The national debt does seem to keep creeping up and up and up. And, you know, some would say that it's, you know, starting to experience some even close to exponential growth here. You know, at at some point, uh, you have to have intent to pay back on what you borrow. At least that's my personal belief. Um, So I can certainly understand how there could be people out there looking around, absorbing the situation with the national debt and saying, you know, you know uh, taxes probably have to go up in order to make this, uh, solvent at some point. Um, and you know, I tend to be in that camp that I think it is likely in the next, you know, decade or so that we will see our tax rates go up. Um, you know, I don't know if through the roof cause there has to be a certain, uh, there's a limit that which anyone's going to pay. I mean, even the Scandinavian countries pay, you know, 50 and 60%. Um, but they get a lot more, cool stuff
1: social (laughs) yeah for 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 their for
0: their tax base you know if in america unless we did some sort of massive fundamental change of the way our country's structured uh which i don't anticipate then you're not going to be willing to the public's not going to be willing to pay up to a certain tax base so it kind of ties back to your original point you know someone's have to sign a, a bill somewhere with their name on it um this is the typical i think tug of war that we have in congress um that being said i think it is a strong bet that taxes do go up uh, in the near future.
1: And- well, they, they've done, they've run an um, analysis on the current tax rates uh, by the year 2050 we will the, the uh, government will only be getting enough money from our taxes to cover our, uh, our, our debts, our loans. Our, yeah, yeah, our just loans. the interest
0: on the debt. Yeah. Right, so
1: there won't be anything else to pay for our military. Right. So by right. that standard alone, yes, taxes are yeah. going to have to go up. Sure. If you are concerned about taxes and retirement and you want to make sure that your financial plan mm. is taking all things into consideration, taxes, inflation, Social Security, and whether or not that's still going to be here, and you want to have a talk with a financial planner who are fiduciaries and who are well-versed, perhaps somebody who is a retirement income certified professional like we are here at the Wealth Guardians, then let me give you a phone number. It's 336-391-3409. We meet with about 50 couples a year who are entering retirement or planning to enter retirement, and we uh, see how we can help them uh, adjust their portfolios, adjust their uh, retirement tax strategies so that they uh, have their portfolios or their uh, their assets grow and work for them, but yet they're handing over as little money as possible to the government upon that growth. So again, 336-391 one three four zero nine there is no obligation. There is no cost to sit down with us here, uh, other than your, uh, your gas to come into our offices and see what it is we do and how we might be able to help you. I would encourage you in the year 2024, if you haven't done it prior, let's go ahead and get you a financial plan set up. All right, well, we're going to go ahead and go into a break here. We're going to cover the rest of these in the second segment, Apocalyptic Predictions, Predictions and Do They Ever Come True? But before that, Garrett's got a trivia question for me and for you out there as well. So put on your trivia hat here. It's time for the Wealth Guardian's Trivia Question of the Week.
0: All righty, Bryce. So over the holidays, uh, you know, there's candy involved, sweets, that sort of thing. My wife is a huge M&M's fan, and I'm just talking the original M&M's. So the trivia question I have for you is based around M&M's. There are currently in the M&M lineup these colors available to you. Red, yellow, brown, blue, orange, and green. And my question is... Of the colors I listed, which one is the most rare? Okay. All
1: right. All right. Very good. Uh, stick around for the answer to that trivia question on the other side of this break. This is Bryce Payne. With me is Garrett Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep that paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM WTOB. 96.7 FM WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm Bryce Payne, along with Garrett Ray this week, and in the second segment, we're going to continue talking about apocalyptic economic predictions and will they come true. Now, before we get to our trivia question that Garrett asked me and asked you out there, I've got two questions for you. Same questions that we asked you in 2023 because they're very to the point. First question, are you looking forward to your retirement? probably answered yes to that. Second question, do you want to make sure that you're making the best financial decisions for your retirement? Well, if you ever answered no to that, I'm hoping you answered yes in 2024, because it's a sensible question. Now, if you answered yes to those questions, and I'm sure you did, then I've got great news for you. We here at the Wealth Guardians, that's Doug Garrett and myself, offer a no-cost, no obligation, second opinion slash review of your retirement plan. That includes a deep analysis of your assets, your insurance policies, your income needs, your risk tolerance, your risk exposure, your tax mitigation strategies, legacy goals, and even the fees that you are currently paying. Here's our goal. We want to help you lower your fees. We want to help you align your risk. We want to help you pay as little as taxes as possible and improve your overall retirement picture so you can indeed retire the job and keep the paycheck. But the ball is in your court. It's not in ours. So this is what you've got to do. You've got to pick up the phone and give us a call, 336-391-3409. I'll repeat that for you, 336-391-3409. You can give us a call or visit us at thewealthguardians.com to set up your financial plan review with Doug Garrett and myself today. I want you to remember the markets aren't going to wait for you. Okay, so now let's go ahead and get to this trivia question. Garrett, repeat it for me and repeat it for everybody out there if you would.
0: Okay, so over the holidays, I was telling the story that my wife is a huge M&M's fan and particularly just the original basic M&M's. Now, if we look at M&M's today, there are several colors you get to choose from inside of that bag. And they are red, yellow, brown, blue, orange, and green. Well, there was a statistician out there by the name of Rick Wilkins, and he wanted to know what color was the most rare. And so that's my question to you, Bryce. What is your guess as to what color of M&M is the most rare?
1: Well, I'm, I'm going to have to... I. I grew up in the eighties and I am a fan of rock and roll music. And I am well aware of the (laughs) whole Van Halen thing with the green M&Ms and whatnot. But when I was growing up, there were no red M&Ms. They added those later on in the, uh, in the mid eighties, early nineties, somewhere in there. Um, I'm trying to think of a bag. When I open a bag, what color do I, uh, do I see least often? And I think I'm going to have to go with, uh, boy, this is a tough one. Let me go with yellow.
0: Oh, it is Uh, brown. Is it what? Brown. Yep, it is the least. Oh, no. Yep, yep, that's, yep. that's the buzzer I'm trying to hit there.
1: I was so I was, I was thinking I'm never going to have to hit that buzzer in 2024. Well, so yeah, much so, for that.
0: So this is an interesting. The background.
1: The brown here. ones are the, the that brown. would have been, I would have thought that was the most common.
0: I did too. So again, statistician Rick Wilkins, he had the same question. So he works for SAS, which is a computer about proga- that job. Yeah, it's a computer programming <laughs> uh, job. But he he had this question, and so he determined that M&Ms are actually made in two factories across the United States. One's in Cleveland. One's in New Jersey. Okay. okay. Uh, now his studies also found that the two factories. Factories don't produce the same consistency. Imagine that. But if you're just the average consumer nationwide, you don't know if you're getting a bag from New Jersey or a bag from Cleveland. So out of all of M&M's offerings, what is the most rare color? He found that only 13.48% were the color brown. The most popular color, the most common color, green.
1: Yeah, green. At 19.5. I, I could have gotten that one. Yep. Okay. Yep. That would have been absolutely, aside from green, that would have been the last... Color. Yeah. I would have. I would have said red, yellow, blue, or orange before I would have yeah. said brown.
0: See, I thought it was blue because I seem to remember them making a big deal about the blue M&M a couple of years ago. It's How been a about that? Decades, but wow. yeah.
1: Okay. Well, good. Good trivia question out there. If anybody out there answered brown, good on you because <laughs> you're you're you are eating from different bags of items than I am. Apparently, I'm probably getting the New Jersey bags, and they're all there. Just, you go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's all
1: brown. It's all I get. Anyway. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and continue on our uh, conversation here about apocalyptic economic predictions and yeah. will they come true? And in the first segment, we talked about Social Security and is it going to go broke? And then we talked about the national, the national debt. debt and is it out of control? And so let's. Talk Talk now about uh, Garrett. Uh, climate change uh-huh. is a serious problem if you, you believe the scientists, and our economy needs to be overhauled in order to deal with it. Right. So, what are your thoughts on this?
0: Man, we're just getting all the heavy hitters here today. We are. We? This is.
1: Uh, we're not going to yeah, be talking I mean, about light stuff in twenty twenty four. Apparently,
0: no. Um, so, I mean, our, the, you know, the phrase "our economy needs to be overhauled in order to deal with it." I, I don't know if I agree with that phrase. That was um, exactly
1: what I had a problem with, yeah, with the way I, they phrased it. Yeah, overhauled. I mean,
0: It's it's so, you know, I think that as, you know, stewards of the earth and as just, you know, I'll use my own background as an engineer, you know, you like to be a problem solver. So if this is a problem that we need to solve, then our economy is going to have to adjust. Adjust is the right word. Now, is that going to happen overnight? No, there's too much entrenched industry and quite frankly, dependent consumers on the way that we currently use energy in this, you know, modern world. I don't think uh, on a personal belief that fossil fuels are ever going to go away completely, but can you use fossil fuels more efficiently? Can are there other alternative sources of energy? Sure, there are, and we need to make sure that those are fully developed from a production standpoint and they're cost-effective and all that good stuff. But I don't like the phrase of saying that we're going to completely overhaul the economy in right. order to combat climate change. That to me that seems like kind of a like a boogeyman title, like a kind of a gotcha scare tactic type deal. I'm not a fan of that type of, like, headline. You right. know, we got to overhaul the economy. Right. Uh, do we need to be calculated and smart about how we have our, you know, our energy um, out there in the economy? I think we do. Um, <laughs> to use a financial advising term, it would be nice to diversify that portfolio of energy, you know, yeah. between multiple different sources, Um you know, so that it, that's it, kind of my approach to it.
1: No, I agree with it completely. It is going to be the country out there that does the best adjusting and the sure. quickest adjusting that's going to work for them long-term uh, economically for that particular right. country. So you always want to be on the forefront. You want to be ahead of the other countries when it comes time to adjust. Yeah. Gosh, when, when we discovered fossil fuels back in the 1700s, um, yeah. 1800s, yeah. and they finally realized or quickly realized, hey, this can change how we get from... One, A to B. A to B. Yeah. Uh, so the 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 companies that said, "Hey, let's stop producing horse carriages yeah. and start producing uh, the combustible engine." Those are the companies that survived that change. Sure. And so, if changes are happening again, that fossil fuels are not going to be the main source of energy for right. for uh, vehicles, then the company that is. Yeah, picking up on that, and hopefully those companies are, are uh, based here in the United States as opposed to China or India. Nothing against those countries, but uh, you know I'm right. an American, so uh, that is <laughs> yeah. yes. Is the company going? Is the country going? The economy going to need overhauled? No, but does it need to be able to adjust to things yeah. uh, as as um, science adjusts? Yes, of course.
0: Exactly, and, and right. technology. Yeah, course. so
1: very good. All right. So if you're just tuning in, you're continuing to listen to the Wealth Guardian Show with Garrett and Bryce, and we're talking about apocalyptic predictions when. When it comes to the economy and uh, finances, and are they going to come true? If you would like to sit down with the Wealth Guardians and uh, see if you are taking into account all of the things that need to adjust with your portfolio and with your tax mitigation strategies and make sure that your retirement is Mm -hmm. coming true the way that you want it to, then I would encourage you to pick up the phone and give us a call at 336 391-3409. 3913409. I imagine this is not the first time you're listening to this show and you know by now that we are fiduciaries and that we are retirement income certified professionals. We are holistic financial planners and we want to make sure that everything in your portfolio is in sync so that you are Uh, properly diversified in your portfolio, but yet you are holding on to as much Mm -hmm. of that growth as possible and giving as little over to Uncle Sam as possible. Those uh, Those are items that a holistic financial planner helps you do. That would also include making sure that you're filing for Social Security in the right way as well. We tackle all of that for you to make sure that your entire financial picture is in sync with itself. 336-391-3409. Garrett, we got time for one more quick one here before we are done with this uh, first uh, segment or the first weekend of 2024. Hmm. Here we go. Higher interest rates will grind the economy to a halt eventually and crash the housing market because no one will ever want to move while they have 3% interest rates on current houses. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, you want me yeah. to go first on that?
0: Well, I mean, you know, I, I think that that's we we certainly are seeing interest rates have a uh, basically a, a stagnation point right now when it comes to the housing market because you know I think the reverse is true. Very few people are wanting to jump into a mortgage that's you know close, to, um, and then those who find themselves in a low mortgage from just two or three years ago that two and a half three percent that we saw, yeah, I mean they're not they're not jumping at the bit to move. Uh, But that being said, if they do have to move, you know, then the question becomes, are they going to finance the next home or, you know, do they presumably have their home paid off so that then, okay, maybe the mortgage isn't a certain thing. But I I agree that it's a sticking point right now in my belief in 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 the housing economy that Unless we see prices start to come down significantly, it's just really difficult to to jump into that really high interest rate mortgage. It, just it, is. it
1: is, but it, that might have an impact on people who are in one home, a uh, husband wife couple, and they're thinking yeah. about moving to another home, but. Families grow. You need to expand uh, sure. how much room you have Absolutely. in a house. People move out of their parents' house or, you know, get yeah. into a job where they can afford a house. And uh, people downsize as well when they move out of the house. So so people are going to continue to move. It might slow down the, uh, the new housing um, build, construction right. for a, a time. But we're talking about five years or so that's what happened in the 20 in the in the 2000s when we had yeah. the uh, for the financial crisis due to the uh, real yeah. estate market crash apocalypse means forever right and so five yeah. years is not an apocalyptic event in, in my opinion so yes could something like uh, higher interest rates change a little bit how the housing market operates for the next couple of years yeah. yes is it apocalyptic no I would agree with that. All right. Well, uh, what I hope you agree with is that you learned something here on this uh, first uh, radio show for the Wealth Guardians in 2024. Unfortunately, that's all the time that we have this week. I want to thank you for joining us and hope you join us next week. I hope the rest of your week is everything you want it to be. This is Bryce Payne with Garrett Ray, the show's The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And I want you to remember, sound financial plans do not create themselves. And this is 96.7 FM WTOB. Investment advisory service is offered through AlphaStar Capital Management LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the Commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. AlphaStar Capital Management LLC and Wealth Guardians are independent entities. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions.